Hello and welcome to Interfilm Recommends, a regular podcast for film club leaders to explore exciting new titles with their clubs. My name is Michael and as ever I'm joined by Joe. Hello. And this is our final episode of the autumn 2017 term where we'll discuss one more new DVD release which you can add to your wish list before our new distribution service launches in January. In today's primary podcast we'll be discussing the music mad animation Rock Dog. So let's get straight into it. So Rock Dog is a PG certificate, we have it at 7 plus on the catalogue, and it's a comedy animation about a Tibetan Mastiff dog who develops a love for music and seeks to become a rock star. That's right, our hero is Bodhi, and he's living up in the mountains with his family, but he heads down into the big city to try and fulfil his dreams of becoming a rock star, and there he encounters rock legend Anders Statterud. To help set the scene, here's a clip from about halfway through the film where Bodhi is trying to convince his friends that he really is hanging out with Anders. Bodhi? Oh, hey, Dharma. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I've just been uh, hanging out with Mr. Scattergood. Whoa, whoa, sorry, back up. You've been hanging with rock legend Angus Scattergood? Uh, yep, right on, hanging with Angus. He, He was not hanging. Angus with Angus. Really? We've been together all day. Let's see, uh, we went jogging, then we had some pizza. Right. Then we came here to the park, because, you know, he needs a little money for a cab. Of course. He's right over there. You guys want to meet him? Yeah. Yeah, Yes, that's a great idea. Let's all just go meet Angus. Sweet, we're meeting Angus. Don't get your hopes up. Okay, so how does the film celebrate creativity and self-expression? Well, as we've mentioned, Bodhi lives on a mountain with his family and he wants nothing more than to become a musician, particularly after a radio falls from the sky and introduces him to the world of rock music and that of this kind of legendary tall cat, Anders Statterud in particular, who's voiced by Eddie Izzard in the film in a kind of Keith Richards, Rod Stewart kind of way. Yeah, Eddie Izzard's having a lot of fun in this film, we should say. Really plays it really, really well. He's really fantastic, as as J.K. Simmons, who plays Bodhi's dad, and I think, is it Luke Wilson who plays Bodhi? Yeah. So it's a really fantastic cast on this film. Um, And Bodhi sets out from the village into the big city where he vows to fulfil this dream he has of becoming a rock star. And once he's there, he immediately tries to seek out Anders because he needs a bit of tuition and wants a bit of advice. But he quickly discovers that Anders is a bit of a diva, to be honest, and a bit of a reclusive figure. Um, So he's not the experience he was looking for, is he? Yeah, he's kind of a larger-than-life rock star, isn't he? But kind of past his prime, so struggling with new ideas. He is a bit, yeah. um, And doesn't really know what, what to do about that. He's got a bit of writer's block, and he's just spending all of his time at home. He's got the shades on, but yeah, he's still very cool, but it's... Yeah, a bit of a magic has drawn. Although Bordy is very, very impressionable and, and thus very yeah. impressed by him, we should say. Yeah, Bordy doesn't realise that the mask has left. No, no, indeed. Um, and what he does, he goes out into Rock and Roll Park, rather aptly named, and he makes a lot of other friends along the way. And he discovers that this city is actually incredibly vibrant and it's a very creative space and it's full of aspiring musicians and artists like himself who are all really passionate about what they do and keen to help their friends fulfil their dreams. Yeah, it's kind of a mix between, I would say, when he first gets there, there's a lot of um, skyscrapers and so it looks mm. like New York or yeah. London or something, but maybe with a hint of San Francisco or Los Angeles or Los Angeles, something like that. There's definitely a lot of San Francisco there. I don't think they ever specifically say where it is. I don't believe so, but you can see the influences. Yeah, of- yeah you can, Absolutely. 
Um, and it's just a really fun and inspiring story. I think it really encourages young people to work together and also harness their own individual creativity. So it might be you know, picking up an electric guitar or playing the piano or writing something down or even picking up a movie camera. Now, what it does, I think, is demonstrate the kind of positive impact that creative self-expression can have on the well-being of young people. Agreed. How does Rock Dog explore family relationships and difficult decisions? Are there any surprises in the film? Yeah, there are, actually. So, Bodhi's got quite a complicated relationship with his dad, uh, Tumba, who wants him to stay on this mountain. So, Tumba's part of this kind of very old tradition where his family guard the rest of the village from this brain pack of wolves, um, who come back into the story a little bit later on, and with good reason. They're a rather nasty bunch of brain pack of wolves. Yeah. And, you know, it's, they're slightly scary. Um, but Bodhi's not the best at that. Um, that's not really what he wants to do and so that puts him at odds with his dad quite a bit and that isn't helped when dad decides to ban the radio that his son discovers from him believing it to be a distraction from his proper duties as it were Um, but what it is is Bodhi's main access to the outside world and the kind of window onto his creativity Um, so they quarrel a bit but uh, what's interesting is that the father quickly realises that what's best for Bodhi is to allow him to go to the city and to fulfil his dreams. Yeah, so this, I should say this is all in the first act, first 30 minutes. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I really wasn't expecting the film to go in this direction. I thought we were going to have the classic struggle. It, the setup is very similar to something like Moana, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it know, is. What the um, youngster wants to do compared to the family expectations. Yeah. But as you say, the dad doesn't necessarily want Bodhi to stay for selfish reasons it's because he's trying to protect the you know the tribe Mm. um but but as you say the that 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 is his mind is quickly changed and actually he allows body to go out and experience his new life yeah so one of the core beliefs of the mastiffs on the mountain is this need to find your fire which is a phrase that's heard again and again during the film and in their culture it's about kind of summoning up the necessary power to protect the village from the wolves um, but for Bodhi, it comes to mean that, but also a kind of creative fire that he has to learn to channel and develop. The relationship towards the end of the film between Bodhi and his father improves a great deal. It probably won't surprise you to know. And what they do is they're able to learn lessons from themselves as the story pans out. And they learn to understand one another a bit more, I think. Yeah. Um, how does this film teach young audiences about respecting intellectual property? That sounds like it could be quite dry, but it's not. Uh, What it does is it contains a subtle but really important message about intellectual property and learning to respect other people's work and not pass it off as your own. Yeah, so there's one point where Angus, uh, the ageing rock star, attempts to steal a song that Bully bought. Yes, so as we've mentioned, he has has writer's block and in his mind, oh, here's this newcomer who nobody's ever heard of. He's written this fantastic song. I'll steal it because he idolises me and he won't realise that that's what I'm doing Mm. and I'll pass it off as my own and that's my way back to fame and fortune. The film makes very clear that there's no excuse for stealing or copying other people's ideas. But what it also does, I think, is demonstrate why collaboration is important and why honest communication with those around you is important. Um, I think as young people grow up in a culture where online piracy is increasingly every day and difficult to get away from, 
Stories like Rock Dog and Zootropolis, which is a film this has a lot in common with, demonstrate quite gently why it's something to be concerned about and the consequences it can have on people's livelihoods and their well-being. So what should fans of Rock Dog watch next? Uh, well, I just mentioned Zootropolis, which um, I think would be a fantastic next step. If anybody hasn't seen that, that's a really fabulous Disney film from a couple of years ago. But like many of the greatest children's films, what Rock Dog does is it focuses on characters developing the courage to honestly express themselves to the world around them and going on these lifelong journeys. So I'd recommend something like Up or Mulan or How to Train Your Dragon, all of these kind of stories, um, or maybe even the work of some international animation powerhouses like Studio Ghibli from Japan, who did The Lights of Spirited Away, or Cartoon Saloon um, in Ireland, who did Son of the Sea, and um, finally Laika, who um, are probably best known for Coraline. But all of these animations, I think, would work very well as a continuation of some of the ideas that Rock Dodd is developing. Okay, we should also say that we have a film guide and a blog on the film. So if you search Rock Dog on interfilm.org, you can find them and explore the film in further detail. And that's everything for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Do check out our previous podcast episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes, all of which are accompanied by show notes, linking to resources such as film guides, film lists, blogs and video content. If you're also interested in secondary content, we have a new podcast episode available featuring Baby Driver and Your Name. We'll be back with a new episode and some new films in the new year, so tune in then.